Top Shelf Fantasy. All right, podcast number 248, best time of the year. It's our uh, annual Top Shelf Fantasy Consensus Mock Draft. We've got the draft coming to you a day from tonight where we're recording this. So um, it's Wednesday, April 26th, um, You will see all of our individual mock drafts up there, me, Dows, and Craig. So go check it out. Well, this is our consensus, but we all have our own thoughts and opinions, so... Although we agree with some picks, some picks were kind of um, definitely different on. So take a look at that, and we've got the write-ups for every single player there. So good article to read. And then, of course, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Top Shelf, FNTSY. Sometimes, too, we're, like, dialed in on position for our team, and then we just have a different guy that we like better. That happened, like, several times. I was the oh, there's so, many, there's so many tackles. That it's like yeah, tackles you, is like, a lot yeah, of a line. Who, who yeah. do you like the best? I'm like, oh well, I don't have this guy, but Craig has a different guy. But it's you the don't same have those position. like you don't have those standouts that you have like in years past. Where it's like, oh, obviously it's this guy, and then the rest of the pack or this guy, like cornerback, for example. You could argue probably three guys as the top corner, three or four probably. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't, I, you know, you don't have a leg to stand on because they are that close. And funny enough, it's the same thing with quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, now, right now, the odds on the quarterback is just fluctuating a thousand points every day. <laughs> yeah, I just saw Stroud is now back to plus twelve hundred. So he was as low, or I guess as long odds as plus twenty five hundred. Then he dipped all the way down to plus eight hundred, I think, earlier today, and now he's back to in the thousands. So who knows what Stroud's doing? Bryce Young seems to continue to be the favorite. Yep. Levis is moving like crazy too. Yeah, Bryce Young's now minus two thousand. Yeah, no, so he's back to minus two thousand. Okay, yeah, he, yeah, because like he went to he went to minus eight hundred yesterday. Oh, I sent you the picture. Um, but I think that was the Will Levis tweet, and if anyone didn't get that, or not the tweet, sorry, the Reddit thread that someone mm-hmm. said that Will Levis was talking to his family about how uh, you know he's going to be picked number one overall and and all that. Um, so to set the table for for the audience, if you're listening for the first time, or if you uh, are back because you know what we've been able to do. We've beat Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay three years running. So we uh, we feel pretty good about it. Um, if I can get time tomorrow, I'm going to actually try and submit it to this one website that actually holds all mock drafts, kind of similar to what PFF does on consensus rankings. And then they score what it is. And it, you don't have to be a big time shot. You just submit it and they'll grade it. And then you'll, you'll name your name will be put up top if you did really well. And you'll be, you know, compared against every other expert that has a mock draft out there. So this year we're fine. I, I think I want to get that up. If I can, if I can figure out how to do it, I think you just submit it. I wish I you did that three years ago. I, I know. I think our we, first year we, we crushed we smoked them the first. Yeah. Year. The first year was not even close, like not even close. Um, but, um, yeah, this, this year is obviously a lot more, uh, undetermined. I feel like I don't think anyone can really say that they, they fully know what's going on because of, again, the quarterbacks and the positions, no one's really the top dog. So the good thing for that though, is that we're going against Mel and Todd and they're in the same boat as we are. So if our scores are a little bit lower, probably so will theirs be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know if I feel like we're going to be any worse than we have been in the past because we we typically don't look at it as what's the news coming out and we're going to draft to what the news tells us we kind of look at the in-depth team the way that we've done this in the past um 
actually in the past, we would just go over the draft with you guys. But now what we're doing is we're creating it tonight. And you're going to be able to listen live, live, exactly tonight. Yeah. And and see the arguments that happen on the back end to create perfection. No, idiot. (laughs) Stupid bitch. And what? um... This is so much better. (laughs) You know, you know, that trade in the other league, we're not doing it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It could get chippy. But uh, Craig did put in primary team needs and secondary team needs, which I think is, I mean, makes it easier when you're going through the mocks, especially towards the middle of it. Like, all right, this would be so sick if this guy gets like Quentin Johnson. But do they need oh, yeah. a wide receiver? No, they need a tackle. All right, let's, let's edge t- tackle there. So it's good to get those in there. Again, we're going through every single team and what they actually do need, not just what would be fun like a, a Madden draft. Yeah. Right. Well, the, the funny thing is, is this year on the, um, the, 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 the research I've done on the team needs, I don't get why it's so much different, but almost every secondary team need is half the team. So it's yeah. So it's like every, every team needs, team a needs everything. <laughs> every team secondary. I saw like every. Yep, I think everyone has a safety, but like two or three. So yeah, it's it's yeah. I mean, even you know the Patriots, I mean? they have as a they a need of punter. Yep, <laughs> so true. Well, they don't. True. Yeah, yeah. But luckily, we'll just kind of get rid of that. Do you want to start it? Let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Craig, Most you want to take it away? Uh, sure. Well, okay. So this is where we also have to put into um, terms that we are doing this as what we think the teams are going to do, um, not what we would do or what we would want for that team um, and not what the rumors are saying. I think, I, I, I guess maybe that last part with what the rumors, like you have to do take some of that into consideration um, I think we feel a consensus over here that CJ Stroud should be um, uh, the quarterback to take. But in, in this instance, you can't really, you know, talk very poorly about negative 2000 on, on uh, Vegas's odds for Bryce. So I'm going to go number one. So I think you guys kind of have to agree. We all, I think we all yep. in our own individual mocks, we have Bryce Young going number one to the Carolina Panthers. We did. Yep. Yeah. Bryce as Young. As we don't want Carolina. to kind of to. If yeah. you do Stroud, like, all right, all your mocks are just flawed now. Yeah, <laughs> it, it. it's one of those things, right? So, like, I'm betting CJ Stroud number one, but gun to my head, my actual life on the line, I would take Bryce Young. Right. So yeah, it's right. one of those weird things. I'll risk ten bucks, but I won't risk a bullet in the head. I mean, well, that's back definitely... to. Sorry, uh, <laughs> a couple <laughs> years ago with with, <laughs> with Zach Wilson and Trey Lance. Like, yeah, we all agreed Trey Lance or Mac Jones should go too. But we just knew Zach Wilson was going to go too. We didn't like it, but Jets now don't like it. But uh, yeah, Jets, we right. were right. Yeah, and this isn't to say too. I think Bryce Young is going to be uh, bad. You know, I think we all know Bryce Young is probably going to be good. You know, he's going to have. You know, the Panthers have really set him up for for success uh, for what they've done around their team. So he's he's still going to be a fine quarterback. It's, it isn't, I think, a Zach Wilson situation where there was just a bunch of red flags. Mm-hmm. Um, so. What you had mentioned too, Corey, about the betting. Um, yeah, I have my money on CJ Stroud and Anthony Richardson because, and I didn't do Will Levis because now the odds are kind of not really getting favorable enough to actually make some money off of it. But just for the hell of it, you know, you don't know. So I'm going to take plus 1,000 odds, plus 2,000 odds. Yeah, I think me and Daz got on plus 2,000 yesterday for like 10 bucks. Like, eh. I, did, I did too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I think when like yeah. two, two, 200, 210, whatever it is. 
Yeah, and then, and it was moving quickly too. Like I texted a couple of my buddies. I had him at I think twenty five hundred plus twenty five hundred. I texted him, and he was on within like an hour. He's like, "Dude, I'm getting plus 800. I was like, "Sucks for you, but <laughs> that was the win- that was the Will Levis uh, <laughs> yeah. thing too, which brought his brought CJ Stroud's odds back down. I don't know that was way weird, down. But yeah, um, speaking of Stroud, the best yeah. ones. Well, sorry, I I was just gonna go over one no, more go on. thing. The, the best one I got was plus two hundred and fifty, uh, two thousand fifty. Jesus. 2,500 for Bryce Young to go two. It was like oh, a yeah. sneaky, instead of betting CJ Stroud, I got Young at, to go two to Houston. That's a good mm-hmm. one because you good know one. if he doesn't go one, he's going two. He's going I two. mean, for sure. Houston's yeah. been out there saying that uh, Bryce Young is their guy. preferred guy. Um, guess you should have lost that game, then you dumb idiots. Um, but as far as the second pick goes, if Bryce Young goes number one, I think we're all in agreement as well that it's going to be CJ Stroud, uh, quarterback out of Ohio. It's been the two of them neck and neck, kind of a two-man race here. I know the Levis rumors are flying around. I don't think Houston is in on Levis, though, from what I've heard and seen. Uh, I think C.J. Stroud makes a lot of sense. He really kind of seamlessly replaces the quarterback uh, who shall not be named, who was there before. Uh, would be a nice seamless transition for them, so we'll see. Um, if I'm C.J. Stroud, I'd much rather be in Carolina. I'm sure he would agree with that. He's got a little bit better weapons right off the rip, but Houston, he gets to go play his style of football. Uh We'll see. I guess. That's, yeah. That's all and I it's, he's going to a team where he doesn't have to really succeed right away. Carolina's in the position where, you know, they could make a small push. Houston's not. Yeah. So you can go there and suck and it's not your fault. And yeah. So, I mean, the benefit of both these teams is that the, the AFC South and the NFC South suck. Like they are wide open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and this is too the part where, you know, you, you may be saying, thinking to yourself, you know, I've heard a lot of maybe Tyree Wilson's going here. They could go Will Anderson. They mm-hmm. could go quarterback at 12 instead. Well, I, 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 you got to take with, and we've, you know, kind of experienced this, all these, all this news, whether it's been this past week, I mean, the, we call it the week of lies, but it actually extended really three weeks ago when the S2 cognitive scores came out and they were talking about CJ Stroud's 18. I actually was listening to the guy that administered the score and apparently he showed up late that he was insinuating the whole time. He said, I can't name a player, but there's one player that everyone's talking about kind of thing. And he was saying he showed up late because his flight was late. He didn't eat. And when he got there, they said, you need to take the score right now. And he's like, what do you mean? I, I like want to get to my room. I want to, you know, eat something. And like, no, you have to take the score now. So he kind of just flew through it. So <clears throat> that and he said that there was another team that administered the score again for the same player, CJ Stroud. And it was way higher. So all of this stuff that's put out is trying to make a, player in a draft stock fall these are teams and agents putting this information mm-hmm. out to help their other you know you know these are the colts people. and the and the falcons that are putting this out there to has tried to fall to them yep yeah i mean to make them fall to them then you've got other teams even the cardinals that could be trying to get somebody to trade up with them you know who who knows that there's any number of certain scenarios where this information that becomes public is just uh, bastardizing the entire process yeah, well, and so and so we don't buy it. So yeah, we're, we try to we're, we try to take it with a grain of salt. And so this is where I think we we go quarterback, quarterback, and yeah. uh, to lean into the next pick, we also kind of all had this you know inclination, and I think everyone does too, that the Arizona Cardinals can very well trade out of this pick. Um, and if that's I expect the case, this to be traded more than anything, right, right. And if they don't get the right caliber, they go, um, you know, Will Anderson staying on the you know sitting staring on the board. Um, that's why I have in my mock, 
I don't know what you guys have. have. I don't know if we were we, we, we were, okay. We were one, two, three on that. Okay, so that's easy. <laughs> so so in our mock again, we're not doing trades. So this is this is how it's going to shake up. But we do expect this to get traded, and if I, if so, I think it's going to be another quarterback, and you could see four quarterbacks go uh, in the top four picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think just doing it this way with no trades allows us to then carry on to the teams afterwards and mock out our picks almost the same as if they had moved up. So while the pick position right. might change, the team and player might still be correct. Um, or at like, least the position. Right. I mean, very realistically, even if the Cardinals trade out of this and they move down to like within the top 10 somewhere, they can still grab Will Anderson at 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, whatever, you know? So it, it, it could keep our mock intact, um, theoretically at least. Yep. Moving forward, the Indianapolis Colts at pick number four come in. Um, are we all in consensus on this one as well? We are. Okay. I, we'll, all right, yep. cool. Will Levis, quarterback, Kentucky. I've been on him since December in my first iteration of our mock draft, so I was like, I'm not moving off of him. He's a perfect fit for for Indy in my mind uh, for what they want to do, and they're, they've are they been looking for a quarterback solution that wasn't 40 years old for a while now. So uh, it'd be nice to see a rookie get in there, build, and, and for what they want to do, which is run the ball with Jonathan Taylor and then take a couple deep shots here and there. I think Levis is a perfect fit who can grow into a successful position in that organization. Yep, can't say it any better. It's mm-hmm. you know that's that's exactly right, um, and I think that's why we all agree that it's Levis and not Anthony Richardson. Yep. All right, her uh, next pick, I'm pretty sure we all are in agreement with. It's uh, Tyree w- Wilson, the edge. Yeah, you have actually, uh, yeah, I, I read your write up afterwards when I was editing everybody's, and I was like, you and me said almost the same thing about him, <laughs> and then and then later when we get to their next pick, we said almost the same thing, and we both brought up Legion of Boom. So <laughs> I was like, I was like, good, we are super original. Cool. Yeah, oh, that's I wish I could be p- part of that. <laughs> well, so yeah. we didn't joke. see we didn't see each other's finished mocks until we all submitted it at the same time too. So so that's pretty funny. And again. This is why we've been doing well the last three years. Yeah, we're all on the same page. And yeah, just understand I like it. go back and at the end and check. I'm like, all right, are we way off? I'm like, <laughs> yeah, actually, not that bad at all. A C- couple different guys here and there, but yeah, exactly. I, but I think Tyree Wilson makes a ton of sense for what Seattle's trying to do: build their defense, let uh, Geno Smith continue to be game manager, try to keep the games close, let him win, you know, without having to put up 40 points a week. So Tyree Wilson, plus he's going to sell some damn jerseys. That boy's going to be exciting on the field. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, he's definitely risen up a lot of people's draft boards towards the end of the uh, draft process. And I mean, you could even see at the combine like this. This is just another one of those types of of edge rushers. That's that's going to be a mainstay. Um, You know, I mean, some of them some of them pitter out, you know, they may not make it, but you take a shot on a guy like this in the top five for sure. Yeah. Was this the guy? Was it you, Scott, that you comped him to uh, Trayvon Walker? Is that or that somebody else? uh, No, that was one of us later on. Okay. Oh, okay. I think it would I still could, fit. I think I think the I think it still would, fits. Still fit. yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it's not one on one overall, so it's yeah, a lot right. better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't hate it as the much. Values there exactly. All, All right, right. The, next pick. This is where we have a different. Me and Craig have Jalen Carter going to Detroit. I think Daz, you have a tackle. Yeah, I have Paris Johnson going to Detroit. I think him and Sewell would be nice bookends on that uh, Detroit line when they want you know with how they want to run the ball. They have a fantastic offensive line. Dan Campbell. I think makes a ton of sense. And then I read your guys' write-ups, and I'm like, ooh, Jalen Carter makes a lot of sense here, too. But I just liked where I had Jalen Carter going with pick the after. next pick. Yeah, yeah. so I don't, I don't want to spoil it, but 
Um, I, I'm willing to flex on this because I think we are just flip-flopping these picks, essentially, so no big yeah, deal. Yeah, so the reason I'd rather cart with the Lions and the Raiders, you put a guy like Carter in Las Vegas, I don't think that ends well. I think <laughs> you put a guy like Carter with Detroit with Dan Campbell and that co- coaching staff, that's where you can kind of get this kid's head into the game, get him out of trouble. He's not doing that in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think he's going to have a successful career in Las Vegas if he ends up there. But, but it's definitely right stop him in the past. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. it's right on brand. So, um, and I mean, even you look at it, I think I put in my write up the Josh McDaniels aspect. He comes off the Belichick coaching tree. He's never had any shyness about taking people with um, character issues. You know, you take uh, Christian Barmore, he came out with a lot of concerns and he's been a model citizen since he showed up. I don't know that Josh McDaniels commands that type of respect that Belichick does in the locker room. So, could be a good point, yeah, but he might not yet. Yeah, but as far as your point, Dan Campbell definitely does. Um, Dan Campbell has the player's ear, he has the player's faith, and I think that he would be a great fit um in, in, in Detroit. And plus, it's something they need. They need an interior defensive lineman, and he's probably one of the best we've seen. Um, I mean, if you look at some of my old write-ups, I originally had Jalen Carter going to Philly to pair up with uh his buddy, his former teammate. Um Jordan Davis, which would have been a monster cool. combo, but nonetheless, he should be fantastic in Detroit if, if that's where he lands. Do you want to do that? It's me and Craig have it. Yeah, I'll take that two out of three. All right, Jalen um, Carter in Detroit. And just you know, one other thing too, like you, 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 you've kind of hinted at like the whole character thing. I remember last year in Hard Knocks when um, Dan Campbell was talking about ha- finding the right guys that 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 mesh and gel. I think actually what happened with him and his friend actually dying in that car accident that it it woke him up a little bit, you know. And and I think it's it, he's not. I don't think he's going to be a guy that that really you know, is thinks he's too much. I think, I think he's kind of been humbled a little bit. And I think that that's going to be something that resonates with Dan. Yeah, that would be, that's best case scenario, right? You take an ultra Uber elite talent and then you have maturity, uh, you know, five, 10 years older than what he actually is. Uh, just from, you know, a, a heavy life experience. If that's the case, Ooh boy, Detroit, watch out Detroit rock city. <laughs> All right, what do we have next? Las Vegas Raiders at seven. Yeah, we all have different ones here. Okay, so this is where an argument comes, right? Yep. Uh, Witherspoon, the cornerback. Not a massive need, but a need nonetheless. Uh, Craig, I think you have a tackle. Paris Johnson. Paris Johnson, Johnson. who I had the pick before. So I'd I'd be happy to see him go to. And you had Carter there, so it's a swap pretty much. Yeah. The thing is, too, is they had. Uh, uh, completely they've shifted over their entire offensive line from the day that that McDaniels came in um and it's a massive position of need like I know that corner is also a pretty big need for them but getting something like uh, an offensive tackle like Paris Johnson uh, is is going to be someone who's going to help out you know Jimmy and, and the run game and it's going to be someone who maybe maybe it's not Paris Johnson maybe it's another tackle but I mean I think it, it should be but it's it's something that I really feel like if you have a top seven pick and you can't get a playmaker on the on the defensive line or, or if, if you I don't think they really want to go quarterback here this early. I think it's just it's so smart to get an offensive tackle who's going to be costing you, you know, 20 million dollars less nowadays than you know, some of the guys that are out there. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, this is another team that very likely trades down. I mean, there's absolutely no reason to make a pick here when you when you are torn between these guys. 
you know, go slot your salary down even lower and grab the top five-ish offensive tackles that are all close to the same, and then the top three, four cornerbacks that are all close to the same. Just boom. Yep. I don't know. When you're when you're a team like the Raiders and you have a ton of holes to fill, you're looking at additional picks if you can grab them. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm cool going Paris Johnson here. I think it's same. definitely an area of need, and it supports the Josh Jacobs, uh, you know, revival or career renaissance he's he's having. You know, do what you can to help him out and protect Jimmy G because he's gonna break if he gets hit. Yeah, it's good, good call. All right, uh, the Falcons. I think we're all in agreement with Anthony Richardson here. Antonio Richardson. Yeah, they just luck into this. I think I think the thing is to we've all talked about someone trading up to three with the Arizona Cardinals or someone even we just said the Raiders jumping him. I don't know if it works out this way and the Falcons could be the one that actually makes this trade. Um, but if, it, if Anthony Richardson's sitting there at eight, there's no way that the Falcons pass him up. Yeah. Definitely. Him or Desmond Ritter for a future. Eh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then quite honestly, if the Falcons trade up with the Cardinals to eight, and you put the Cardinals in this slot, that means Will Anderson's still on the board because they take Anthony Richardson at three. And then Tyree Wilson becomes Will Anderson in Seattle, which is fantastic for Seattle. And then the Cardinals take uh, Tyree Wilson. It's a win-win-win for everybody. I, you know what? Just let me run the entire NFL draft. I'll make everybody happy. Yep. Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> next pick is the Bears. Um. Some needs of theirs is tackle, edge, defensive lineman. Uh, I'm trying to think who I had. I had a tackle. You have uh, Skaronsky, and so do I. And he's like a tackle, guard, hybrid, probably a guard in the NFL, I think. And then Craig, Craig Scott, had Roderick Rod- Jones. Yeah. So we, all, again, different guys that we all had an offensive lineman here. Yep. So my my offensive tackle was just more of a run blocking kind of guy, and I can see if they go away from that, if they wanted Skaronsky, something like that. Um, if 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 you guys are fine with that, I I the thing is is I I don't want it to just be my entire draft because the first eight picks so far is not exactly what mine. All right, we'll change it up. So so yeah, I mean Skaronsky could be a better fit for for Fields, but I was just you know it's a run blocking offensive lineman. I figured that's something that the the Bears like to focus on because they have Fields. But yeah, I uh so I the reason I didn't go tackle and I went with Skaronsky, I think who I think is going to play guard is because they already have yeah because they already have uh, Tevin Jenkins and the sort of bust so far Alex Leatherwood both on the roster oh, uh, to play to play the tackle positions and their guards I don't even know who they are it's Nate Davis and well Cody Whitehair is oh, not, n- he's actually damn good but Nate Davis is actually really good <laughs> oh okay well, I, well there you go you know what they, so, don't, they don't need a tackle fuck it yeah. well, well, well here's here's what he said though is that you know you, you actually have a guy if, if you can um, play offensive guard to you know he's he's versatile and that's never a bad thing to have on the offensive line. Yeah, I mean yeah. the way that the offensive linemen go that nowadays, I mean you you miss or you lose one a year on your line. So having having he a sixth guy one a week, <laughs> well, yeah. just Honestly. just for the game at least. So Honestly. one thing one thing I've seen gain traction is Bijan Robinson going here. How do you guys think about that? I mean I don't know I don't think that they go running back because I think they really like Herbert, but I've I've heard a yeah, lot of people I, saying I don't. I mean, no matter where, again, Bijan Robinson goes, he's one-on-one in Dynasty, but that's beside the point. I wouldn't love it. Again, Fields is a guy that's going to be, you know, a Hurts. He's going to close to 1,000 yards every year rushing, stealing goal line work. And I think what the backs they have now are, would do 
a fine job for what the offense needs with Foreman and Herbert. Yeah, Foreman, Herbert, and I, I think if they're going to go running back, they're not going to do it this early. There's enough depth at the position. That's I know that they're not Bijan Robinson, but I think they'll take a slight step down from him and just pick somebody in the second, third, fourth, fifth rounds. Yeah, it's fair. So I think we've settled on Skaronski then. Yep, I believe so. We cool. we got you, Craig. Finally, it took nine picks. <laughs> oh, feel so don't worry. Back. Don't worry on the next one, guys. We're right back in agreement. We're right back in agreement. <laughs> <laughs> and as I said, it was way too early to take Bijan at nine, but it's the perfect time to take him at ten. <laughs> this now no because the Eagles, the, the the Eagles, I feel like don't need much. I mean, they yeah. lost a, a lot of pieces, but their line still intact. Well, if you their defense got completely torn apart. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, but they do have two picks in this draft in this first round, though. They do. That, they that's do. why I'm like, okay, they can still get someone. And I and there's two schools of thought that they go defense here because there's going to be an actual playmaker on the defensive side, like, uh, you know, Nolan Smith or Kalijah Cansey or, you know, those those pass rushing guys. Um, there's a few that, you know, I, I don't have the list in front of me. Miles but Murphy. Miles Murphy. Um, you know, they could be there, but well, they are here. But the uh the Eagles and and Bijan Robinson is just too good as uh lovers of fantasy football to not want to pair together. Like sometimes it's hard to take that hat off. Yeah. <laughs> but you you take the best offensive line in football for two consecutive years that's still mostly intact, and you put Bijan Robinson behind it, a guy who's capable of being in every down back. You still have Gainwell there as change of pace if you need him. You got Rashad Penny. In the mix. You Rashad can cut. Penny. Yeah, yeah, this, this, that's the thing. There is a running back so much going sense. to this team. Yeah. Again, yeah. like I think in my ride to it. So like you you made it to the Super Bowl last year. You you lost. You got rid of a, a lot of guys, including Miles Sanders. If you want to be a team that keeps on going forward, you draft someone like Bijan that doesn't come around often. Like he could be a top five back his first year just in the Eagles offense. And you have this generational talent on cheap rookie contract. Right. And you've got them locked up for years. So now that's how you do it in the NFL. You don't pay these positions a ton of money and you succeed and get studs at them. Then you can figure out, then we they can spend more money, uh, you know, next year in free agency to get a, you know, a safety or a corner or whatever. I just like the, the position I think they need most is safety, even beyond running back. I think they need a safety, but you're not going to take a safety top 10 picks in the NFL. No, it doesn't happen. No. Even um, Kyle Hamilton last year, who's yes. a prospect, didn't he didn't go to 22, 23, 14, so, 14. 14. Like I but was that's, saying, but that's that's like still like the highest you've seen a safety in a while. In a long time. Yeah, mm-hmm. very and long that time. they were the one, you know, they were saying, can a safety go top 10? And that was the kind of mold of guy that could do it. Um, if anyone was going to do it, it was him. And he went to 14. So, yeah, I, I we all agree. It's B. John Robinson. So next one, Tennessee Titans. I think this one gets a little bit murky for all of us. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of I think we all have different. I have a tackle. Yeah. Dallas has a cornerback. Cornerback. I and think. I have I have Jackson Smith and Jigba here. Yeah. I just I couldn't I I did find this one difficult um to try and to figure out um because a lot of people even are talking about Hendon Hooker which is someone that I I can't find myself putting into a first round who's 25 years old but um some people have said that this this is possible some people have said that the Titans are one of the teams moving up with the Cardinals um but I was like you know what let's give them Jackson Smith and Jigba because they just did uh, Traylon Burks last year build that wide receiver core for a young quarterback whenever they take over whether it's Malik Willis or they get one later in the draft 
And I have yeah. to tackle because you need to protect Derrick Henry if you're not going to trade him. And I went Devin Witherspoon just because I thought they need some depth and a playmaker on defense. I think if you're a Titans team coached by Mike Vrabel, you want to work from the defensive side kind of down. And they've got Christian Fulton right now playing uh, playing cornerback for him alongside Roger McCreary, both two young guys. I just think a guy like Witherspoon can come in day one and be an absolute stud starter for him. Um I don't know. I, I could see this one going all three ways. If Paris Johnson's on the on the board at this point, I would definitely think they would take him. I think he's gone right. before that. Um, that's who JSN, I have. That's, yeah. Well, yeah. That's, no, that's why. That's what I mean. Yeah. I think you think it's a I great pick see, here. I can see two. Right. They had <laughs> just had their offensive line completely disappear the last few years, and there's obvious rumors that the the Derrick Henry could be traded, and someone has even said cut. I don't think that happens, but you know, it is definitely the main part of their offense you you lose him you lose everything so you kind of have to lean into that while you have a good defense so i don't mind the pick of a tackle here and i think what was what i had for the bears broderick jones being a big mauling kind of run blocking offensive tackle i think fits really well here for tennessee if they want to continue with derrick henry yeah that works for me i I would i would sign off on tackle here i think i think it makes a lot of sense um again this kind of tier of picks this like 10 to like 15 area is a great spot to snag cheap offensive linemen who can you know contribute for years um i think broderick jones is a perfect example of exactly that i mean he's fantastic run blocker and pass block but is just a dominant run blocker all right and so 12 everything you just said about mike rabel and cornerbacks i I'm thinking of D'Amico Ryan's in corner, and that's why I went <laughs> Christian Gonzalez here because that's who I felt was the the best corner. But you know, I can see if it's with a spoon. I don't know what you guys have for picks at, at Houston, but that was mine. We both have JSN. Yeah. Oh, you both. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah, I said you drafted a quarterback with your top pick. Here, you got him a weapon day one instantly, and the Every same weapon he's had for years. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, this feels, so, that would be. Part of my thing it. was you've been seeing it the last couple of years with Etienne Lawrence, Chase, and Burrow. Like it's starting to become a thing, and I think it's going to continue. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, it just like if this works, like sense. yeah, you got to do it. All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, <laughs> <laughs> nice. This is going easy. <laughs> That's just too fun to pass up. It is yep. too fun to pass up. So I mean, it makes a lot of sense too. I mean that that instantly gives oh. you CJ Stroud, uh, Nico Collins. And JSN. Well, I got, um, well, Robert don't Woods. Don't forget my Robert old Woods. man, Robert Woods. Yeah, so let's Robert Bobby Woods. Trees, dude. <laughs> John <laughs> Mechie could make a comeback this year. Oh, John Mechie should make a comeback this year. Right. So, with that guy. He was uh, he was Bama, though, right? Yeah. He was yep. Bama. Yep. That also makes sense for Bryce Young if they end up. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So, uh, uh, Packers. The, yeah. This was tough because I think I was like texting guys. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm like, and Craig's like, yeah, I just took the same guy and just put up <laughs> two spots. Um, yeah, I just I just moved the picks around yeah. when I was because I was probably at pick like 24. And I'm like, I'm not redoing my entire draft. Oh, we have the same pick, Craig. Yeah, you so guys have the same pick. I went a different direction. Um, I went Christian Gonzalez at cornerback, but you guys have Miles Murphy. I like Miles Murphy here. Um, I just couldn't fit him anywhere. I, I kept like every team I look at him, I'm like, they could probably use Miles Murphy. And then he just ended up way down my board. But yeah, I'm I'm cool if you guys want to. I think Miles. this was I the think, guy I said uh Tavon Walker. Interesting. 
Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That's a good call. Okay. Yeah, it is true. That's true. So it, this is an interesting one because of the flip within the Aaron Rodgers deal from going from 15 to 13 and just jumping the New England Patriots. I was trying to think what are two similar needs and it's it's wide receiver is the main one, you know, so I was mm-hmm. thinking, you know, they, they could be trying to jump up to get, you know, Jackson Smith and Jigba, um, who I think everyone knows is is the clear and the clear wide receiver one. I don't think at this point with him off the board and going to Houston at 12 that they do do, you know, go wide receiver. So um, I, I think we just have to stick with what we talked about with Miles Murphy Packers. You know, they they need to bring in a, a pass rusher who, you know, they're not going anywhere this year that the whole team itself might be tanking for uh, a quarterback next year. So, you know, bring it, bring in a, a young edge piece that can help out later is I think the most logical move if they don't go wide receiver. It was uh we both had that in our write-ups as well, Craig, uh tanking for Caleb Williams. So, I mean, they're so bad. <laughs> they're so like, bad. They're it would so make bad. so much sense. They don't seem to be committed to uh Jordan Love at all. So uh it would make a lot of sense. You build up the defense, figure out the quarterback and offense situation next year, free agency, the draft, who knows. Um but Miles Murphy is elite. They need an edge rusher after they lost uh Preston Smith and Zadarius Smith. Um, just two years ago or this year and the previous year. So mm-hmm. they got to replace some pieces. Might as well start on the edge. All right. Next. The Patriots. Bet my left nut they trade back. Yep. Yeah. I mean, 100% trade back or do something just absolutely unconscionable, like take a day three wide receiver. Take, take another guy from Chattanooga, they'll take, Tennessee. They'll take okay. Boutier. You could literally yeah, right. take a dart. On a on a dartboard, like put the names on the dartboard, chuck it, and you you'll get the pick better than anyone can actually do this. Yeah, I had mine drawn up as Broderick Jones. Um, I figured if they do take this pick, it'll be something classic Patriots, like a boring offensive lineman. Uh, I know we have Broderick off the board already. Um, who do you who do you guys have? I had Christian Gonzalez. Yeah, I, had... I think that's another classic Patriots pick. I had Peter Skaronsky. So all of ours are off the off the board. Yeah. Um, I right. don't is, think they is mine take... off the board. Oh, Gonzalez, no, I don't. Oh, think Gonzalez, I mean, is not off the board. We don't have to take it just because it's the last one. If you guys think it should be, I think it's the smartest pick <laughs> for for what what's here. I mean, I mean, there's there's uh, my thing was like Gonzalez is falling. Like, I can't let him fall past the Patriots if he's there. Like, yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. So, so now you have to verse Gonzalez versus Witherspoon. I don't have a uh uh oh, I don't so leave I have one definitely... way or the other. Okay. So I have Witherspoon going way earlier in the draft. And I did too, actually. I had him to the Titans at eleven so. or ten or something. Yeah, I had him going seven. Um so I mean I would go Witherspoon because I had him higher in my rankings. Yeah. I think I don't he know fits. if you guys have uh I think he fits with the Patriots too. I think both of them do, to be honest. They're both a little bit bigger than the guys we have. Um yeah, I've heard Witherspoon plays a little bit more physical than Gonzalez, so I can I can get behind that. Yeah, we'll do Witherspoon and let Gonzalez fall even further. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be wrong here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah. Well, I think I think Scott. This is one where he said it's gonna be Kayshawn Booty. <laughs> oh, good lord! Oh no! I saw it was like yeah, so he ran two a years five ago. two forty, but like did you? And then he ran again. And he was he was worse. <laughs> I, no, I read... He ran the 40 and didn't do anything else. Like, all right, come on, uh, man. What are you doing? He's just um, like, oh, that sucked. I'm not doing anything else today. I'm going home. 
I saw a poll on Twitter of uh, who was the Patriots' worst draft pick. Maybe it was Bleacher Report, or whatever. And um, the the who was who was the Patriots' worst first round draft pick in the last like ten years or whatever. Nikhil Harry won by eighty six percent. Yeah, yeah, I feel, I mean, feels about right. Makes sense. So we just yeah. All right, New York Jets. All right, Jets. Plugging away. They finally get Aaron Rodgers. There's there's the news. Yeah. Um, Aaron Rodgers finally on the team. They swapped picks in the first round with the Packers. And my pick was that they supported the Aaron Rodgers selection by picking an offensive lineman. I don't know where you guys landed on that. Oh, yeah. I had hey. offensive lineman, too. And you both had right. I had Roderick Jones, who's gone. So you guys nice. had what? It's right. Yeah. It's, know, right. Okay. It, it, they, they have, and our reasonings, I don't know if they're the same or not, but Makai Becton just can't stay healthy. They need to get someone in. Yep. And it, it it makes too much sense. He's a, he's another yeah. big offensive tackle, and that's what the Jets like, like yeah, massive. Right. So yeah, I can't stay healthy, but he's been good when he's on the field. So if maybe maybe he does stay healthy. Great. You have Elijah Vera Tucker. He can play guard if you really ask him to. But mm-hmm. right, um, guys, shit. worst case scenario, you have three good players that are healthy and on the field. If one of them gets hurt, boom, slide the other one in. I just really, really think uh, Darnell Wright is going to be an absolute unit, and he could be too. the David Bakhtiari that Aaron Rodgers essentially demands to have protecting him every year. All right. Right it is. Uh, next one, we all have cornerbacks. Craig, you had Witherspoon. Me and Dallas had Joey Porter Jr. But we still oh, have this is, uh, this is the Gonzalez. Gonzalez on the board. Yeah, I think Gonzalez I... goes above Joey Porter Jr. I, I do too. I do too. I, I um, we we have that all in our walks. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've had Joey Porter Jr. going to the Commanders since December, so I refuse to back down off that. But uh, I did look. I'm like, oh, he he looks so good there. Then I read yours. I'm like, see, I'm just so right. And then I saw Craig's like cornerback. Of course, duh. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I, it's yeah, great. Yeah, Gonzalez. I think Gonzalez fits just as well. They're similar size, similar style, similar. Uh, ceiling i think it's just a great fit and it just adds to the commander's pedigree of first round draft picks on their defense i mean that team's just chock full of them right so pittsburgh steelers joey porter's uh joey porter jr's father yeah and they need a cornerback but they we all need have, a corner we all have linemen going there we all have linemen. <laughs> i think mine's gone i i had darnell smith on mine uh right um, darnell, yeah, right all right oh yeah um yeah, I have offensive tackle right. too. I think it's Anton Robinson. Uh, Anton Harrison. Harrison. Anton Harrison. Idiot. So stupid. And I went guard. I have Osiris Torrance. But either way, I mean, I mean you're on I the think, line. I think we have to. like As much as the whole Joey Porter Jr. going to the Pittsburgh Steelers thing is so fun. <laughs> I, I, I mean, this offensive line has been putrid for years. They have to get one. That it was legit be, my ride like, up the whole thing. Come on, idiots. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be their so area of strength and just isn't anymore. So. I think it, I think it makes sense to go line. Um, I'm well, fine doing Anton Harrison yeah. to be honest with you. I think the tackle position makes a lot of sense. Um, I think you usually build tackle before you build interior linemen. I mean, just well, that's why tackles philosophy. go usually more yeah. often than not in the yeah. early rounds of drafts. The thing is, I do think Osiris Torrance is a fantastic guard. He could end up being the best guard in this draft, but I think Anton Harrison. Oh, I think does he is. more for the team. I think he is, and it, it, but the thing is too is like. The reason why I didn't in this, and I think I mentioned it uh, in my write-up, was that they got Isaac Soimalo, Soimalo 
who's one of the better offensive guards in the NFL. So I don't think that they go there again. That's fair. Um, and Anton uh, Harrison is the reason I picked him over, you know, the likes of uh, some of the other offensive, you know, linemen like Dewan Jones, who's massive or, um, you know, I actually think that's the, the last one I have in, in my first round is that Anton Harrison has been healthy his entire career and started since he was a freshman and played left tackle the entire time. Like he gave up four, four sacks in three years. I read it in right up, which is pretty damn good at Oklahoma. So like a real school. Yeah. Some of these stats were like these tackles in this year's class. Like, holy shit. These guys can just stand the hell up. Yeah. They, they actually are pretty good. And and it's a good class getting all this information from um, PFF. So, you know, it's true. Yep. Um, I don't know why I'm laughing. Uh, Detroit's up. Um, they're they'll have their second pick in this draft. We gave them Jalen Carter at pick six, the D lineman. Um, so I think they still need an edge, even though they did get Jalen Carter for the line. I have them taking Nolan Smith. Here. I do too. I have the same. Oh, you pick. do. Mm-hmm. And I oh, do not. Craig. I, okay. I mean. <laughs> I have, them taking a, I have them taking a tight end for the first tight end off the board here. I can see it. Who who are the, who's their starting tight end? No uh, Brock Wright. Brock Wright. Okay. It's it's nobody. Okay. Yeah. 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 Otherwise known so. as fucking nobody. <laughs> yeah. Agent Zero. I think I my entire thought process here is they use TJ Hawkinson a ton. Jared Goff likes throwing to tight ends. If they drafted a rookie quarterback, possibly Hendon Hooker in the second round, he'd also love throwing to a tight end especially an elite one like Michael Mayer or Dalton Kincaid, or I wouldn't even be surprised to see them go uh, Darnell Washington just to add another blocker to that friggin' fantastic line. Yeah, just but the way that, Kincaid. yeah, the way that they like to pass the ball, I think you have to go with a, a, a pass catcher. I just personally love uh, Michael Mayer. I think that he has the ability to be like a, you know, Pat Fryermuth type, which isn't the biggest ceiling in the world. That's not like saying he's Travis Kelsey, but I think, uh, Pat Frymouth is a very comfortable floor for a lot of teams. And I think he's just a little bit better blocker than Dalton Kincaid. So I think that kind of fits the Lions, what they want to do a little bit better. But that being said, I'm not going to fight you guys. If you want to give them an edge rusher, I don't think they have a lot of depth at the position. Um, no, they don't. And they actually lost quite a bit on yeah, uh, yeah. defense from it. Let's um, give him an edge. Let's give him an edge. Yeah, I really, think like... the reason, and 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 I, I I understand the tight end. I just think that the other thing too is that they were burned by Eric Ebron going at pick eleven um, last time they picked a tight end. So I don't know how how they feel. Well, okay, they get Hawkinson, but uh, was he what pick seven? Yeah, he was, was that what he was? Seven or eight? Yeah. Um. So I guess there is a precedent there. So I can definitely see it. And I do agree with the Michael Mayer aspect over Kincaid. Um. So I mean I I'm 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 being swayed in that area, but I just it, it's so oh, tough for me. Dan Campbell is a former NFL tight end man. <laughs> Shit. And I, I had one more. I had one more thing that I was gonna say was that the just bringing in that defensive lineman with Hutchinson, then Nolan Smith, the Detroit Lions defense could be top five in the league. Like you can make yourself a difference maker defense. That's why. Um, and if you get Nolan Smith, but I do see and hear everything you're talking about that and i think also with jameson williams being out in another six games like i could i could be i could be swayed i don't know scott you make the pick 
Well, I'll go non smut just because that's what I have. But okay. um, <laughs> I'm glad you did that because that's what I have too. <laughs> All right, and then if they do pick a tight end, Dallas, we owe you something. You guys can shotgun if they pick. Yeah, a tight we'll end. we'll sh- yeah, that's true. that's fair. The first that's shotgun fair. bet of the year. This is also unrelated. I was just thinking of this. We're gonna have a potential to have our 250th podcast at our draft weekend again, like another like oh, big shit, podcast, that's right? Pump one more up before that's draft true. weekend next week. Very true. Thank God for the one. early draft weekend. What's that? A yeah. quarter mil, uh, quarter, a yeah, quarter million, <laughs> quarter million, <laughs> quarter million, <laughs> getting money. All right. But yeah, sorry. Um, I don't mean to get us off the rails here. No, it's fine. Next pick is the uh, pick nineteen. The Bucks. Craig, who, yeah, I had Anton Harrison. There? He's already been picked. Oh, I had okay. Joey Porter Jr. I have a safety. I have Brian Branch. You guys both went D back. I went O line. I, my thought process was they got to replace Donovan Smith, right? Like they lost a lot on their O line. Something you got to do quickly, especially with Baker Mayfield back there. You got to give him some time. That their secondary is bad, though. They are hemorrhaging pieces <laughs> on their secondary. They're hemorrhaging yeah. pieces on their whole defense. I mean, yeah. uh, what's I think his my, name? Devin my, White, or not Devin White. Yeah, Devin White wants that too. Yeah. Well, my write up is like, well, they they don't they need everything, but what do they need the most? And I think it's secondary. I think so yeah. too, but there's this also one of those teams where it's like kind of like the Green Bay Packers, where they they don't. They, it's so weird that they have the wide receivers that they have and some of the other um, random pieces around their team. Their team just doesn't seem cohesive right now. Um, so I would think like just a, a future star is kind of the pick, someone that might maybe you know not not needs to take time. I mean, they can step in day one and start, but um, I kind of like the idea of an offensive tackle for that reason and being cheap because they do have a lot that they're going to have to pay up for. And the one that's left as far as offensive tackles is Dewan Jones, who guys, I don't know if you know much about him. He's freaking massive. Yeah, six, He's eight, three, 49 three, or three, 374 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He's and there's a video of him dunking a basketball. Decent. That's like Shaq size. He's like almost Shaq. That's so, big. So I think I think I like what you mentioned about the offensive line. I do think you know I, I had corner, I had Joey Porter Jr. I just think that they 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 could probably find that late in the later rounds where you know getting a stud offensive tackle that will be cheap is probably the better move. Yeah, the, the thing with corner is that they still have Jamal Dean, who they paid. Um, they've got uh, what's his name, Carlton Davis, who's Carlton not that Davis. good, but they keep trotting yeah. him out there year after year as if they like him. And then on the back end, they've got Antoine Winfield Jr., who's been hurt but is nasty when he's on the field. And then Ryan Neal, who's like a very middle-of-the-road safety. So it's kind of like, yeah, they suck, and they're always hurt. But, like, you know, they're guys. We got them. On the offensive line, they're like, uh, I'm going to chart out Matt Filer at right tackle to start. Like mm-hmm. All day. Let's go. <laughs> I'd rather have this absolute monster of a human. Yeah, this guy played Juan right Jones. tackle. Yeah, he wasn't a left tackle. He's a right yeah, tackle. Yeah, he's a right tackle. But they because they already have uh, Werfs on the left. So yeah. they're good there. It All would right. make sense. I, li- I like that if if you guys want to go with that. Yep. I got Dewan Jones on it. slated to the Bucks. All right, next pick. Um, the Seahawks. This is where I gave your pick from the previous team to the Seahawks. Um, Brian Branch, safety, Alabama. I have, I actually have Brian Branch as well. Let's just do I Brian do. Branch because I gave him John Michael Schmitz, and he's probably not going to go in the first round. So let's I also, go. <laughs> I got really carried away in my write up, and I compared him to Brian Dawkins. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is, he is nasty. Like he's a 
like as safety like right. prototype as they come. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think I had him going even earlier in this draft. Yeah. Oh no no no! At nineteen, way earlier, way earlier. Yeah. Oh yeah, Not, one pick. Yeah, I just said that, right? Yeah, for the Bucks. Yeah, um, yeah and then this is where me and Craig both brought up the Legion of Boom. So yep. we're also both brought up Tariq Woolen. <laughs> do, do we really? Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really good stuff. So well, we're on hey, the same page. Next time you guys are on the same page, we're part of an inside joke. We'll live now. <laughs> I'd love to be part <laughs> of one of those someday. <laughs> Sounds awesome. That was fun. Um, uh, pick twenty-one. Uh, LOL. Dolphins. You could, like you, you could have had a good pick there. You can't. You could have Joey Porter, but you won't. All right. <laughs> so, um, so dumb. LOL. Next, the Chargers. I don't know if we have. I think me and Craig had the same one. Dows, you might have a different one. Yeah, um, I went off the rails here. Um, you guys can have whatever. You can do whatever you want here. Well, who'd you go? I went with Brian Breesy or Bressy. Bressy. Uh, the guy out of uh, the defensive lineman slash defensive tackle out of Clemson. Uh, I just love his measurables. I think he's a fantastic guy who's going to contribute. And then my my write up on it's kind of funny. I was like, can you name one single other guy besides Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack who are edge rushers slash outside linebackers uh, on the Chargers defensive line? Because I couldn't. I had to look it up. And if you were well, they wondering, just got, the- they just lost. Uh, was it? Was, I forget. Never mind. Go on. Yeah. Well, so the guys that played last year for him for your answer: Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Morgan Fox, Brandon Fajoko, and Otito Ogbonia. So yeah, gross. I'd rather have a guy like Brian Breesy who can come in play pretty much nonstop, and he can play on the edge if asked to, but mostly up the middle. He can eat some space, stop the run, kind of be a stalwart down there, and build a defensive line that can actually stop you know stop somebody for a change. Um, I could see them going a lot of different directions. I think you guys, you guys went offense. I get it. Yeah. They got aging wide receivers. You can take that away, but I just think they've always gone defense. Um, if yeah. Think they're gonna continue that trend. I see what you're saying. I don't know if it's an edge rusher because I don't think that that's what they need. And I think if, if they do go defense, it's probably interior defensive lineman. And there's really, well, that's what Preece can do at that. Well, like six, Preece's three. Boat, kinda, yeah. Yeah. He, he, he'll be, he'll be up there. He's a three forty pounder. I think so he's day. listed as a D lineman, right? Yeah. He's D lineman. They don't give him the edge. Oh, okay. So he can come off the edge if he feels like it. Okay. See, I, I don't even, exactly I have, I have Kalaja Kansi and Maisie Smith ahead of him. Um, an interior defensive line. Cansey would be a nice one here. That's a, that's a good pick. I have him going later. Um, I just like I like him. He comes out and, of oh, he's six five. I was wrong. He's six five, and he weighs three hundred four pounds. So he's a little skinny for an interior lineman, but he's oh, it, it can be done. Actually, I've seen um, yeah. Kendall oh. Reyes was actually that that size. Kendall Reyes um, worked out at my gym. So yeah, he's yeah he he's he's from around here. That's how I knew that. <laughs> yeah, he's from. Uh, he went to National North or South. One of them. Yeah. Oh yeah, I ran a five k with him a couple of times. Nice. He's also a realtor. I do. I do some business with him. <laughs> All right, so uh, <laughs> this is now a Kendall Reyes appreciation. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, listen, they have they, they have a need at tight end, uh, an actual one, and a, a need at defensive line. Um, the the I don't know why running back is primary need, but that's that's what some I, people say. I, it's gonna be the Austin Eckler yeah. thing, but um, I, I went wide receiver because of the aging um, Keenan Allen. Uh, that just a question mark of like he may not be there next year. Um, uh, I think this is just another team that has so much that you know it's anything else is a bonus. Um, so in that aspect, I mean, even even tight end can make sense, but. 
I don't know, guys. I'm I'm gonna stick with Zay Flowers on this one. Yeah, so I have Zay Flowers as well. And on paper, they don't need one. But we saw it even in last draft. They were looking at receivers linked to him. This free agency's free agency they were last trade deadline, they were linked to wide receivers. They were linked to Brennan Cooks. Like although they have two guys, they're both not ever really playing at the same time. So you get you might get Mike Williams and Keenan Allen together for maybe two to th- or three games last well, year total. Next year they owe them both a ton of money too. And so, and they don't pay right Eckler. They don't they mm-hmm. pay their defense. <laughs> they really don't pay their offense. Yeah, I and think I think this team Herbert. and I totally get all your points. You almost had me, but I just think that this is something that um, I, I think they can get the defense later. I think that that's something they they thrive at coaching, and so. It's not necessary, and I think they're really frustrated with their wide receiver room. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree. I'm happy to see Zay Flowers go here. I had him going at the next pick, so it doesn't really affect my mock all that much. All right. But I think to your point, too, Brian Brisey could be available in the second round at you know, 221, 222, whatever. Yeah. All right. Now, Baltimore is up, and we all have a wide receiver. It's all Zay Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> I have Quentin Johnson you and have I have Jordan Addison <laughs> so I don't think I, we can go wrong I did like Craig's reasoning on this one um, being the people they brought in I think Jordan Addison plays a little bit more in the slot than does Quentin Johnson but you, you can argue they need both things I mean Bateman's right. not a pure outside guy OBJ is not a pure outside guy OBJ might not be able to walk so right? OBJ <laughs> might not have legs we don't this know is... nobody's seen him last time we saw him he's getting dragged off an airplane so uh yeah it could be it could be anybody um yeah i think they want playmakers that are more yak guys and and i know quentin johnson can do it but i just don't think i don't know i like i like i like the addison fit better than johnson i'll do it my former pick i loved i had rasheed i would but mm. i would think i would think if zay flowers is here i think he would be the even just oh yeah that type a pick yeah 100 100 percent jordan addison going to the Ravens. All right. The Minnesota Vikings are up. Um, we have someone sliding really hard right now, don't we? Is Has Christian Gonzalez been taken? He's been taken. Has is Joey Porter Jr. been taken? No. And my next guy is uh, Deontay Banks, the cornerback. So my guy is also a cornerback, but I'm taking Kelly Ringo. Okay. I had a uh, wide receiver just for the for the fun of it. Um, I I think we can't we let Joy Porter, Porter right? Jr. slide past them here. Yeah, that yeah. would make sense. I think Joy Porter Jr. here is a is a fantastic fit. Um, I had Ringo based on his speed and, and his ability to play corner, but I think Porter is just leaps and bounds yeah. better. We all had Porter way higher than this, but it just kind of yeah. slid down way too far. Yeah, I mean it's going to happen in every draft. Like that's why you know I said to you guys, I'm like, hey guys, I didn't have a tight end in my draft. <laughs> It happens. Yeah, I'm cool with Porter. I mean, Minnesota needs to address their defense. I mean, they they are giving up too many points. They have to score 40 a game to win. That's not sustainable in the NFL. And like you saw, that's how you get a first-round exit. All right. Next pick, we all have a tackle. That that has been taken already. Every tackle has been taken. I have Harrison. You guys have, I think, Dewan Jones. We took Dewan Jones earlier. Um, do we have any? We don't have anybody left that we don't have any of the elite guys left to tackle, huh? No, that was the last one in my mock. Was uh, the guy that I was taking here? 
Um, and I don't think that they need offensive guard. I think, or or, or, they, or they might. I mean, uh, it looks like they do need an off, uh, interior. If those guys were there, I think it made sense. They need an edge. Well, I was going to say Osiris Torrance is still available too. Yeah, I wouldn't mind the Osiris Torrance. I'm pulling up their depth chart as we speak, just so I can have a. a... I mean, they lost Jawan Taylor. I think that's why yeah, we all went. Tackle. That's why I went. That's why I went tackle. That's my exact reasoning. Um, but they got Cam Robinson to tackle, and he's been more than fine. Um, Walker Little is their other tackle. Yeah, Brandon Sheriff is. is their guard, and then Ben Barch is their guard, guard with Luke Fortner up the middle at center. So okay. they could definitely use some interior offensive line and maybe another tackle. So in 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 free agency, I know that they're not really big names, but they had uh, brought in two defensive ends. Um. Uh, Roy Robertson Harris and uh, dun, 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 the other guy. Oh, I'm looking at Michael Dogby and Henry Mondo. Henry Mondo, yeah. Even uh, Fado Kasi, the D tackle, he's like, he's been hanging around forever. Like, you see him on, I think he was the Jets before. He's been good. And then you still have Josh Allen as your one of your edge rushers. Foye Luyakon is up the middle. Devin Lloyd's up the middle. And then Trayvon Walker, their pick from a year ago, is just an edge rusher slash linebacker. Not really. I, I Yeah, I think we still have to stick on the offensive line, and I think the next best one available is Osiris Torrance. Yeah, I think Osiris Torrance is the best guard in, in the draft. And if they need guard, I think it makes sense to go go that way. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah I'm, done. I'm done with that. All right, build up the line. Love it. Oh, yeah, I had him going way earlier, too. So, yeah, let's do that. So then my mock can stay intact. I don't know if I had him in, at all in the first round, which is on me. All right. Um, next is the Giants. This is where I have Rishi Rice going. Um, I think that he fits what the Giants want out of a wide receiver. I think he can run every route. I think he has speed, explosiveness, he has size. I know we don't have Quinton Johnston off the board yet, so I know I might be met with some uh, reservation, but I think after their failed Kenny Galladay experiment, they're not just looking for a bigger body, go get it receiver. They're looking for a guy who can run all the routes. They already have Wandale Robinson being the little guy. So I think Rasheed Rice at six, what, six, one, six, two can go ahead and do that. I'm going to kind of talk about this one opposite. And I think it's more or less that I think I like as far as a more slot kind of wide receiver, Josh Downs a little bit better than I would Rasheed Rice. Um, yeah, he's not six feet, but you know, he's, he's a guy that I think is going to be better at that. Um, I think why I went in my draft with Lucas, Lucas Van Ness here is because I did have Quinton Johnson already off the board. And I think he's a prolific wide receiver. That's going to be someone that they, they can work with. And I I get the whole Kenny Galladay thing, but everyone kind of saw, it seemed like everyone saw about the giants that they were, you know, getting into a really bad relationship with him. Um, and, and I, I, I personally think that Quentin Johnson would make way more sense uh, here because he is the best one, the best talent left. And regardless of his, you know, style, I think it's, it just makes a lot of sense because they really, really, really are looking for wide receiver. Yeah. When you said the slot, I thought you were going to say Jalen Hyatt and I was going to agree with you for a second, but then, yeah, I mean it's tough to pass on Quentin Johnson if he falls this far. Yeah, I, he, was, he was a guy who mocked that. that could have been top ten at some point. Yep. All right, Quentin right, Johnson cool. it is. Works for me. All right, what do we got next? The Dallas, Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys. 
this one's going to be, I had Osiris torn, so he's gone. So there's mm-hmm. no idea what to do here with the Dallas Cowboys. Tight end. I think tight end has to be, it makes, makes I have sense. Kincaid going here. I think it makes a lot of sense. I will not fight you on Kincaid. I had a cornerback because I had a cornerback before and I just didn't want to change it. Uh, but the Steph Gilmore trade kind of fooled my face. But I said, fuck you. I'll just have three corners. Like, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I, I I can't disagree with that. One, there's got to be a tight end that goes <laughs> the first like round. The, like, we the only one of them. The only thing that I'll say is that Dalton Kincaid, Michael Mayer, Darnell Washington, all these guys are not flashy enough for a Jerry Jones first round pick. And if he went like Jameer Gibbs here, I would be zero percent surprised. I wouldn't be either. I've thought about that. Um... I do, th- I do think the reason I didn't go tight end and went in offensive line was Osiris Torrance was because that was a major need. I just don't think there's any more first-round off- offensive linemen left. And I think, I think, well, it's funny is you say he's not, fla- you say he's not a flashy pick, but Darnell Washington is a flashy dude just looking at him. Yeah, that's true. He he's a friggin' unit. There, there is that. So, I mean, it could be that. It could be, you know, I really I can make a case for any any one of them. Um, so I, I'm really fine flipping a coin at, at, at tight end rather than going anywhere else. Yeah, I'm cool going tight end. Um, you could take Scotty's previous pick of, uh, of Schmitz and throw him in here, but I don't think I don't think he goes. I doubt he goes in the first round either. It was just a, a wish. All right. All right. Uh, Kincaid. All right. Kincaid works. Yeah. And again, I don't think anyone is going to hold anyone to whatever tight end goes first because the three of them are interchangeable. Yeah, a million percent. All right, Buffalo uh, Bills. This is where I had Quentin Johnston going. Um, but if Rasheed Rice is on the board, no problem seeing Rasheed Rice. I could see uh, Jalen Hyatt here. That's who I have. I have Jalen. Oh, I, yeah. Uh, you guys, okay, perfect. If, if you both have Jalen Hyatt, go Jalen Hyatt. Um I think it makes more sense. I think a team would probably go him uh, ahead of Rishi Rice, especially a team like the Bills who already have the larger guys. Um, so he screams to me, John Ross, Henry Ruggs. And when I say that, I don't mean the killing. And <laughs> yeah, he was in a cast flying down the highway. Out of so the league in three wasted. years. Right. So both of them had problems, but you know how in the NFL there's always that one wide receiver that's like, why the hell did he get drafted so high? And it's because he was fast as fuck. And that's Jalen Hyatt. So I have a I have a I have a solid feeling. Like I don't know if you've watched the tape. I know his 40 yard dash was like four four, but I mean he was just a deep threat in in I, I shouldn't say just a deep threat because he did much more than that, but like every highlight is him wide open 30 yards down the field because he's just absolutely putting everyone on their ass. It like, sounds pretty so good for fast. Josh Allen type of quarterback. Like, <laughs> another like another comp that he that's actually been on the field, McCole Hardman, I think, is a perfect okay. comp for yeah, him. That's you know, fair. like a burner who can do a lot, is open a lot in college, and yet if you put him with Josh Allen and that monster arm, plus paired with Diggs and Davis, I think you get a I think you get a real good offense run in there. Um yeah, I have no problem with that. If I want to do Jalen Hyatt, I'm on board. All right. Cool, cool. Pick is in. The Bengals are next. Pick number 29. Um, Me and Craig, I believe, are in 
concert on this one. You're the same person. Yeah, Emmanuel Forbes. I have, I, an, I, I have a, a tight end, so let's just go your pick. I love skinny cornerbacks. Dude, <laughs> that one thing I noticed. Forbes over Ringo? Yeah, he's 160 pounds. Everybody, like, I think Ringo's the better cornerback overall. If he's here, I would take him personally. I think since he is going, Emmanuel Forbes, from everything I've seen, heard, and talked about, um, I think he's just a good fit. Yeah, I, I, I even, one thing I, I, I found, or, you know, enlightening, oh, Jesus Christ, it's getting late. Uh, not enlightening. Um, <laughs> but one thing that really stood out to me watching the uh, NFL Combine was Emmanuel Forbes. He was, he looks like a, um, uh, uh, he looks like uh, Avery Bradley was was the comparison. Like he looks so good and so fluid, just sinking his hips and and defending someone. Like it just he's just meant to do this. Yeah, what'd you say? He looks like the thing from uh, Stranger Things. Yes, but he's so skinny. I can't I can't think what they're called. But yeah, oh uh, the Demogorgon. Yeah, the Demogorgon <laughs> is exactly what he looks like. He's so free. He's skin and bones. One hundred and sixty six pounds at like uh, over six feet tall. Is he six two? I think I think he's six one, but I think that's because he's got a slouch. Yeah, uh, yeah, six feet and six feet and three quarter inches with a little bit of a slouch, with a uh, five three five forty unofficially. Like the guy's a burner. He had like a bazillion picks in college. He just goes and gets the ball. I think he could end up being more like a Trayvon Diggs type, where he gets in some trouble trying to make picks. But if you can reel him in and get him to play team defense, with which the Bengals can probably do, I think you got. I think you get a stud in the making on your hands. Right. All right. Cool. Manuel Forbes, Scott, you, you good, good to sign off on that? Yeah, it's fine. Fuck it. Back him. All right. The Saints will do uh, Craig and Dows again. Do you have Kalijah Cancy here, too? <laughs> I have Kalijah Cancy here. Oh, wow. I, have... I mean, it's a fucking beautiful, perfect fit. For it is. It makes sense. It's, they it's lost David on Yamada. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Match made in heaven. And you, I think I actually stole the point. You're right up. Um, I, I read yours and put it in mine. Um, he had the most, what most pressures or best pass pass rush pressure of any defensive interior defensive tackle or defensive. That was me the, or you. I, mean, I stole uh, it from somebody. Oh, I have here. He had the highest pass rushing grade for all interior defensive linemen throughout the entire country. Yeah, so I stole almost that exact line word for word in my write up because I was like that. I needed that. You're welcome. Oh, I did too. Ninety two point five point four pass or pass rushing grade led the league. Oh, yeah. so you put, oh, you put so, stats in. Ooh. Ooh, and I have, yeah, <laughs> so I more, but I, I had him go in the pick after this, but uh, I have no one in the country rush the passer like he did this past year. <laughs> so good, I can't make good rusher of the passer. All right. So, yeah, good rusher. So Cansey is the pick. All right. The Saints. Next is the Eagles. Um, I had Cansey going here. He's already picked. And Maisie you had Maisie Smith. Yeah, yeah. You guys went interior lineman. Um, or you know, defensive tackles. I didn't because I thought Jordan Davis had that position kind of like locked down and Fletcher Cox and yada yada. Well, well so they keep they keep building them every year. So I guess it's not a bad pick. Well, no, the reason why was because they had lost half of them. They lost Linval Joseph. They lost um, Dominican Sue. They I know Robert Quinn played the outside, but they lost him on the interior line, and they lost Javon Hargrave. Mm. They lost yeah. like four defensive linemen, and they and they run those guys just in and out like one snap. Come on, you're out. You, you did so, you did your duty. There's a guy here that's 
uh, Van Ness out of Iowa that we have. Oh shit! Yet. I think he. I think this makes a lot of sense for this pick. I think it does. Yeah. No, it makes a ton of sense because that he can also play linebacker. And once again, another player that they lost was TJ Edwards. Yeah, that's true. So I think I think that's a beautiful pick. He did he he slid in our mock draft wicked hard because a lot of people have him in their top fifteen. I have him in at thirty. I I need to mix up Cansey and Van Ness, and I'm I'll nail my entire mock draft. So yeah, I'm I'm, right. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> I had him at twenty six, but yeah, I'm good with that. I had a safety, and I didn't. I never loved the pick. Two safeties in the in the first round, never loved yeah. it. Antonio Johnson is cool, but he's not first round cool. Um, I. I also compared him to Brian Dawkins. So <laughs> every safety coming up is good. Brian Dawkins. <laughs> you're six two. You're Brian Dawkins, man. Uh, yeah. So all right, cool. I'm cool with that. All right, and then, then the Mister Irrelevant of the first round, which is going to be a very high paid, <laughs> very <player>. relevant. Yeah. <laughs> so probably going to win a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy. Um, we won't uh, go with mine. I have a tight end that's out of nowhere, Musgrave. So. We'll just go with either Dows or Craig. You can kind of my talk about was, it. My guy was already picked, so we're going with Craig. Miles Murphy. I had, I had, Jameer, uh... I had Jameer Gibbs. I had them yeah. going running back. I'm cool with that. Because C- that made CH. Screw CH. Screw Pacheco. I think that he's also, you know, he's obviously we all know how good at receiving back he is. And I think that that's going to be where they use him a lot because they also lost McKinnon. And, you know, also Hardman, who is someone that was running a lot of sweeps. I just think that he he's just a great fit for that area um, of, of of something that they lost. All right. Yeah, I don't hate it. I think it makes CH expendable. You could bring McKinnon back on a cheap contract. You still have Pacheco. I think it I think it's a good pick all around. Um, I, agree. I had Miles Murphy on the same kind of uh, thought process that of George Karloff this last year, how he fell to them. Um I don't know. Uh, that'd be amazing. If yeah, he did fall that far. Then he was nasty. Yeah. So um cool. Jameer Gibbs it is. I think Jameer Gibbs has every single shot at going in the first round anyway. So I'm happy to see him sneak in there. Uh yep. like I said, if he went to the Cowboys, right. it'd be zero percent surprised. So seeing him go to another contender like the Chiefs, perfect sense. And it's one of those rich get richer situations. They get to pick whatever they want, whatever's most convenient for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you have it. Well uh Cut it here because this is probably a little long one, but you got to see what we were talking about, what the picks we, we we made and why, the arguments, the laughs, the idiocy. But <laughs> the inside um, jokes we didn't tell each other. Didn't tell me. I'm very, still pretty pissed, pissed about that, but <laughs> we'll we'll get through it. Uh, that was at our players' association meeting, so you weren't pretty yeah, it. Right. Yeah, it's true. Fuck me. Um, <laughs> I mean, fuck me. Shit on me. Don't swear. <laughs> All right, NFL draft tomorrow. Uh, Craig, oh, Dallas, can't wait. myself, thank you guys for tuning in. Stay fluid, stay loose. Top shelf fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.